Welcome everybody to the Minimapcast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer and joining me is not Jeremy Bratitich, but June Williams. Hello. How are you? Good to have I'm... you back. Yeah, it's good. This will be a fun episode. Just, just the two of us. Yes, I think this is the first one without Jeremy. Yeah, I think so. Which <laughs> is, which is interesting. Um, considering we're, so you, uh, this is episode 84. <laughs> um, we can say all the nasty stuff we haven't been able to before. Exactly. We're going to talk about how <laughs> how uh, stumpy Palkia's arms are in comparison to how majestic uh, Dialga's <laughs> four legs are in comparison. It's a little... Uh, it's gen- real, real nasty stuff. Yeah, I know. It's a little, little Gen 4 jab is what they call that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's, let's, let's crack into the rigmarole because we've got a few things to talk about and then we can just dive into it and get, get lost in the, lost in the, people say lost in the source, right? That's a, that's a saying. I feel like that's something people have said, (laughs) but I like that thought came to mind and I was like, I don't want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I really, um, I really know that from like the chihuahua in the, the pot of soup. I don't know if you've seen that picture. Chihuahua at the pot of soup. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you afterwards. And and do they do they get lost in the sauce? They're lost in the sauce. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. think it makes a bit more sense with an American accent too, because it's like lost in the sauce. sauce. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. Uh, well, if you didn't know, this is minimap.com.au's weekly podcast. It's a website where we put all of our podcasts uh, and. Uh, but th- there's multiple of them. There's this one as well, and also the occasional written word. Uh, so you can go there to find this episode or previous episodes of this podcast, our other podcasts like our Game Club and our Kissability Pop Culture Ranking Podcast, which is a good time. Uh, it's all there, minimap.com.au. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do so uh, by uh, giving the podcast a positive rating on your podcast service of choice uh, or by... Uh, supporting us monetarily on Patreon if you choose to do so. You can do that at patreon.com slash minimapau. Um, no biggie if you can't. We'll be here for you either way. Uh, but that option is there for you. We also just wanted to say uh, thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. So a new Pokemon game came out this week. Well, two new Pokemon games, but also they're old games re-released. Uh, the re-release of Diamond and Pearl came out this week. <laughs> um, um, have you got it? Did you buy it? I have. I did, yes. I got... I'm not very far in. I've only been in one gym, um, mm-hmm. I'm ashamed to say, but it's... The, the, the little bit I have gotten through has been really nice. Um, mm. We both got Diamond, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jeremy got Pearl. Um it's interesting. I, I I got a little cute Dialga little figurine with my pre-order, which is amazing. It's it sits nice. with my. I think it's, it's well it's, done. It's really nice for a free little thing. It's like the size of an amiibo. It's kind of as detailed as an amiibo. It's a little bendy. Yeah, I thought it was. Like the plastic is a little thingy, but like for a, for a free pre-order bonus, it's pretty decent. Mm. Um. Especially since since when I pre-ordered, there was no pre-order bonus. So they, they offered that after the fact. But starting in like 
from when who people ordered it first and I'd ordered it earlier anyway because I'm a schmuck. Um, anyway, Jude, what's your what's your overall impression so far of the remake? And how far are you? Uh, I think I've got about 13 hours. Mm-hmm. So uh, four gyms, I think that is. Yep. Um, I just did the fighting gym. I think that's the fourth one. Um, yeah, it's good. I think... Um, I think after everyone sort of was complaining about them doing new stuff mm-hmm. with new mechanic, you know, new gimmicky stuff in uh, Sword and Shield and etc. I think going back and just remaking it for what it is was a good idea. Yeah. That being said, uh, it is boring. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like I've only really been able to play it if I'm also half watching something on the TV at the same time. Um, but I think that also. Uh, just sort of speaks to how I don't really enjoy Pokemon as much as I did anymore. Um, uh, other than that, it's good. I really like uh, this gen's prototype starting Pokemon and also like first sort of area Pokemon because you can get like a Ponyta and stuff really early, which I enjoy. Yeah. And um, Shinx and stuff. I love Shinx. Oh, me too. But <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think it's good. I think uh you have you unlocked like you wouldn't have unlocked coffin making or um beauty contests or anything yet right yeah no not yet so i'm only Mm -hmm. three and a half hours in i'm one gym deep i just got to the flower town um so i think you go to the the wind turbine area and fight team galactic there after that um yeah but yeah it's interesting we've been having a discussion about how we're feeling about it on discord because ollie's got it jeremy's got it um and for anyone who's new to the podcast, the, the three of us, Jeremy, June and I, we're all quite fond of Gen 4. Um, and so this has kind of been like a no-brainer purchase for me. But I've been, I think that, I'm, and I'm very happy coming back to it. And I will get to stuff that I enjoy about it. But I, I, the, there is one glaring thing that I just can't get past. And the it's that the EXP share is permanently on. Oh. God, I think that is also my mega plan as well, to be right? honest. Because like you it's, said, it's, it's boring, it's, and it's like, in my head, I'm like, it's the AXP share. <laughs> it's it's so easy. I don't have to, you don't have to think about what you're doing or who's in your party or swapping or anything, because it's just, you're just so much, like, on a higher level than anyone you encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, even the gym leaders, I don't think I've had struggled with the gym leader at all. Yep. At all. Um. Yeah, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. I don't know why they've done that. I know, me either. Especially when it's so easy to make it a toggle. Because they've recreated so many parts of this game so faithfully. Including the yeah. balance of, like, what level Pokemons appear in... Pokemons? Pokemon appear in each route. But that was all balanced under the proviso that you didn't have this EXP share literally leveling up all of your party at once. No matter yeah. what. Like... When I got to the first area, I didn't, I was getting um, kind of, I was getting pretty hurt by the rock type Pokemon, but well, by the Geodudes um, mm. between the first town and the, or rather between the, the, the gym town and the, the town before it. And I'm like, ah, mm. oh, maybe I should get a fighting Pokemon or something like that. And someone wants to trade for a Machop as well. So I caught two Machop, traded one and then kept one for myself. And then you've got to go into the mine for like, five minutes to like find the gym leader and then he goes back home to the gym and then you can go fight him 
And in that time where I went into the mine for five minutes, I did probably about four or five battles. My Machop went from like level six to, a le to level 11. And then I soloed the first gym with that Machop. I didn't swap him out once. And I just annihilated the gym leader's team with this Machop. I just didn't even have to think about it. And, 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 as I'm, and once I finished that battle, my starter evolved. At the end of the first gym, I'm like, I didn't this? even use this starter. I know. It's, it's uh, just, I don't know why they've done it like this. It just completely, it takes the teeth out of the game. Yeah, it does. And I, I can understand why they would have, why they might have, why they did it initially with, uh, I don't know what they brought it in, what game they brought it, brought it in, but like, you know, with like, let's go and... Hmm. Uh, maybe even Sword and Shield and stuff. Like, I think that is kind of understandable. But then if they're going to remake something, yeah, like you said, like, so well, I don't know why. Like, I would love to know. I would love to know why. Mm. What was the point? This is the first one where I think it's been non-negotiable, where it's been permanently on. Um, yeah. I don't know about Sword and Shield. I think it was permanently. Okay, right. Because I maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's tricky, right? But then know. the thing with that one, even if that is true, is it's a brand new game that they could design around that choice. Yeah. Pokemon yeah, you're right. Diamond and Pearl haven't been. And so, yeah, it's really... I've What I'm doing right now is I'm like, oh, so what this is encouraging me to do is catch more Pokemon at once. So I'm, yeah. I'm catching everything. And it's like, oh, and that means I also have a good chance to evolve everything as well. So yeah. I've just filled my party with Pokemon that I don't care about. And I just got like the the Starly and the and the I do have a Shinx and I do like a Shinx, but I'm not going to stick with the Shinx in the long term. But I'm just, I may as well may as well level it up, right? I may as well evolve yeah. it. And I think there's so many cool features like being able to access your Pokemon storage boxes from your menu. You don't have to go to a Pokemon Center. I think that's great. And um, there's another one as well. When you catch a new Pokemon and your team's full, you can swap them out at time at that time instead of having to send them to the again to the pokemon center um or the the the, the hidden moves where you could just summon a random pokemon to use the hidden move for yeah. you and it doesn't yeah. mess with your team's move set um yeah. but then all of those things are kind of ruined by the exp share and the overleveled teams like those are great thoughtful additions if i have that challenge of the gameplay and the battle system so maybe Maybe that's what they're trying to do, though. Maybe they are trying to make it easier for people to complete the Pokedex yeah. um, that way by evolving yourself. Um, especially, I think, with the addition of... Have, uh, in the underground in this one, there's, like... Mm. Um, they've included, like, cave areas where you right. can go in and find, like, rare high-level Pokemon, um, which I think maybe plays into that as well. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know pros and cons i guess yeah for sure and i mean like i the reason i never leveled pokemon up like that before or even like went out of my way to catch other pokemon that i wasn't going to use was because it's a pain to level them up there's no point yeah um mm. because you have to go into a, a cave and and you're just there with this one pokemon you're constantly healing it or you're running back to the pokemon center like that that's annoying and so the exp mm. share you know does away with some of that but it's it's not an optional i can't i can't i can't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and uh, like, maybe even making it easier for people so they can focus on, like, the other stuff in the game, like the beauty contests and stuff like that. But mm. 
I found that I I feel like when I played this gen the first time, like I was obsessed with the beauty competitions and the puffin making and stuff. Like I remember I did that so much. Yeah. And I just unlocked it and I honestly couldn't care. I don't know. <laughs> like I I'm not maybe that's just a growing up kind of thing, but like I that's I don't know. I'm not interested. I ma- I made puffins like once and I did the first contest. I'm like, you know what? I don't I don't need to do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Um or I don't know, even the underground, like it's fun. And I like the addition of like the caverns with the rare Pokemon, but uh, I don't know. Are you are you not getting I sucked into the underground? Because I'm no, not oh, really. I haven't. No. Um, I have. I mean, I think it'd be fun with another person, and I haven't tried with online or anything yet. So mm-hmm. maybe if I do that, it'll be better. Because I remember I did. Yeah, I used to spend hours in the underground with my sister and stuff. But we will see. Maybe mm. I just need to play it more. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's tricky. So. In terms of um, standard, well, maybe questions we should have asked first if there wasn't such a, a caveat to bring to the front of the table. Um, but who did you pick as your starter? Um, Piplet. Right, cool. I think Ollie did that too. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy picked um, Turtwig because he said he always chooses grass type. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's fair enough, I yeah. think. Um, uh, I normally only pick fire. Um, but I don't like Chimchar, and I mm. don't like any of Chimchar's evolutions. So, Piplup it is. Yeah, fair enough. I, uh, I've this is like the third time I've properly played it, and so I chose Chimchar this time because I didn't choose him the last two times. Um, <laughs> I've I've done the others already, so. Um, He's the but, the last pick on the basketball team. Basically, yeah, but like. <laughs> Piplup and um, Turtwig and and their evolutions, honestly, I think they're really strong. I think they're they're really mm. good. Um, yeah, I kind of, I'd say they they're up there with with the original three. Um, yeah, I agree. But yeah, Chimchar's so weird, and he like I've actually been quite impressed with the battle animations. Like when you're in, mm-hmm. you know, they they have a lot of moving parts to them. The way their tails move and they're like they're like bend on their legs and. But the way Chimchar stands there, he's like bopping around and his head's moving around. But he's got this like pencil thin neck. And so like I'm watching him bounce around and every time his head sort of goes like left to right, there's this one second where you just see this like this tiny stick of a neck. And it's like, what? the? <laughs> it looks so <laughs> unnatural and weird. <laughs> um, you have to show me. That sounds fucked up. Yeah, it's just um, really uncanny because of how f- high I fidelity was... the, the model is, I guess. <laughs> I was thinking, kind of related, not really related. I was thinking about how I remember when I played um, Pokemon Coliseum for the first time. Yeah. And, like, I loved that game so much because it felt so realistic with the 3D Pokemon, like, by your side, you know? Mm -hmm. And now it's, like, they've, they've done so well with the animations in, like, the newer games and stuff. I don't really think about it anymore, but, like... It is cool that there's 3D, pro- like, you get to see them and all their parts and, like, in 3D. Like, that's yeah. cool. I should really, I don't know, not take that for granted <laughs> or something. Yeah, I'll, but, it's um, just, you know, so much of the discourse the last time a Pokemon game came out was Sword and Shield, and it was, oh, they haven't got all, it's the first one, they haven't got all the Pokemon in there, and it's like, oh, they, they couldn't even fit them all in, but this is the, and then they show you, was it the um, the animation of uh, Xerneas, the, the legendary Pokemon from X? And it's got yeah. some special move where it doesn't animate at all, but it's like flying around the screen, just like hovering. <laughs> um, so there was, there was all of that 
furor. So I guess I had that in the back of my head while I was um, mm. looking at this. But, mm. you know, I've been impressed with a lot of the animations. Um, even the ones where it is just them, some of them aren't great. Like, like one of Marchop's fighting moves is just him spinning and he doesn't animate at all. He just spins. Just like, spins. <laughs> like, I see what you're going for. But there's one where that works really well with Zubat because he's flying the whole time or they're flying the whole time. It's uh, Astonish, I think. So he, like, turns around and then turns around really quickly. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, you know what? That actually worked. Like, I got that. Um, yeah, no, I really like having it. I really like having it on the on a big screen, too. And I think I mentioned yeah. this when, like, trailers came out. But it reminds me of playing um, Pokemon Yellow through my N64 because when you got Stadium, it came with a little Game Boy attachment that yeah. went into the, the controller and you could play it on the telly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then also Colosseum as well. I don't know. There's something about playing a mainline Pokemon on the big screen that yeah, I really I like. Feel yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, and the other thing I, I think is great and still is still great, and it's just a, a feature of the old ones as well, but it's how good the music is in this one. Mm. Like, I knew I liked it, but then like it's hap- like the, the songs start and the battle's going on, and within seconds I'm singing along to it. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot how much I loved these songs. <laughs> <laughs> have um, you yeah. oh, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say, um I have I have had the volume turned down because I've also been watching TV at the same time, so yeah. I haven't really experienced that in full, but I probably should because I do remember liking the music too. So Yeah, it's good. That there are a couple of like remixes where they've gone a bit heavy with the like touching up of it like the pokemon center one is you know it's like bum 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 except they've taken a lot of the rhythms and turned them into offbeats to sort of make it a bit you know funky or jazzy or something <laughs> but so it's like bum 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 and it's like oh okay that's fun but then the drums underneath it is like boom and it's like all right guys we're just in the pokemon center all right <laughs> like they go they go kind of ham on some of the on the drum kit it's like mm. someone had a lot of fun with that one it's like you could have you could have walked this one back a little bit <laughs> but you noticed it so maybe that's what they were going for maybe maybe you know good any press is good press <laughs> yeah i um <laughs> I've only heard whisperings and I haven't looked at a review and I haven't seen any confirmation one way or the other on this, but do we know if there's any platinum dimension stuff towards the second half of the game? No idea. It might be worth looking up. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll leave it because we're both playing through it. We'll see. Yeah. I kind of don't want to spoil it for myself because I okay, don't really remember how this story ends. I feel like I restarted this game a lot as a kid and never... Yeah fully finished it more than the one time so yeah i was totally the same yeah okay we'll leave it be i'm curious to see if they add that well it wasn't mirror dimension what was his the platinum dimension something like that i don't remember what it was called i I didn't play it so i yeah i I just don't have it i think jeremy's always the one jeremy jeremy would know (laughs) yeah um Mm. but yeah are you are you disappointed that you bought it are you upset that you bought it no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, it came out at a good time for me because I had just finished uni, so mm. I needed something to do anyway. So it was kind of good that way. I think maybe I would have been a little bit disappointed if I had something else to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Um, but I, you know, I looked it up before I bought it, and I knew I was getting into the same thing as I played a bazillion times before. So I don't know. 
low expectations, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm not upset, but yeah, I am a bit disappointed in it. Yeah, just it because ju- of the the AX picture, or yeah, it just changes the game so fundamentally. Um, yeah, and it has been an option in the past. Like, I just want yeah. them to patch it and make it an option. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but well, I wonder if they will because I feel like there's probably enough yelling about it online now that maybe they would. Maybe, maybe. Although it's gone to a point where I think anyone who listens to the Pokemon fan base is probably just best not listening to the Pokemon fan base, like regardless of whether <laughs> they have valid criticisms or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, I feel like the people that really care about that stuff probably bought it on day one and are already like very far into the story. So it's like, well, yeah. you may as well not have it off now. Yeah. Um, unless you restart, I suppose. Which is, you know, some of the people who buy it on day one are the people who are likely to play it over and over again. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Ah, yeah, we'll we'll see. It's um, it is overall positive, but slightly slightly frustrating. I think is is where yeah. I land on it. I think I think it's good if I think it's sorry. I think it's good no, for people that haven't played this generation before yeah. as well. Um, because it it is kind of a fast speed through of it with yeah. that experience. Yeah, it's very like frictionless, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think the same. I don't know if you just kind of just want the story and see the Pokemon and then be done with it. Yeah, for sure. And I was kind of, I found myself hoping that the post game content might be like a bit more like achievable because you don't have to grind for an hour before every challenge. But also, then you're there, maybe they are high enough level is a challenge. I don't know. I don't know if you get to level 100 at like, like gym six or not but <laughs> yeah um yeah there's that little little hope that i've got in the back of my head um mm. oh, i had something else i was gonna, gonna add there that's all right do you I'll... think um do you think you will try and do the full pokedex i don't know i'm interested to see what the um it's a national dex right when they upgrade it yeah. I'm interested to see if it's Gen 1, 2, 3, 4, or how much. All of it. I doubt I, it, cu- it couldn't be all of it, right? Well, why not? Because they didn't do it in Sword and Shield. And if they did it in this, but they didn't do it in that, I don't know. I don't know. But if it is all of it, and you can get black and white Pokemon, X and Y, Sun, Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield Pokemon in there, I'd be inclined because I have no familiarity with them. Um, yeah. Although that's quite the task. That's hundreds and hundreds of Pokemon. Yeah, true. Um, true. But I would be inclined, and especially in, in, in the map that large, I feel like you'd be seeing, like, I feel like every patch of grass would go from having, like, three possible encounters to having, like, 23 possible encounters. I feel like that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, we'll see. I like the idea of the post game. I just got to get there. Yeah. Yeah, see if you can get get through it first, maybe. Yeah, well, you know, it's not going to take me long. <laughs> um, some of the other stuff I've been playing this week, there's so many games that have come out in the last couple of weeks. Um, I haven't gone back to Animal Crossing, I'm ashamed to admit, uh, after <laughs> doing work on it. But what I have been doing is I've been playing Halo Infinite, but specifically I've been playing it on... Uh, something that's brand new to my household. Uh, but I've actually gone and got an Xbox 
Series S, uh, which is the first Xbox I've ever owned. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, for sure. And it's the kind of thing where, like, I would have got the X, you know? <laughs> I would have. Yeah. <laughs> if I could have, but you can't. Um, and as it um, was, I could actually barely get the, the S. S. The S looks nicer anyway. Yeah, so, for sure. It, it's so... The size of the thing is so... Because the S is... It's all digital, but also... It's not like the PS5 where it's the same internals. It's slightly less uh, competent. It's only 1440p capable, not 4K. But it's so little. Like, it's so petite. When you pull it out of the box, it's like... It's like... It's like the same dimensions of a shoebox, but it's nowhere near tall enough to fit shoes in them. It's, it's just... I don't know. It's fascinating. <laughs> It's just, I, I, I've never seen a console that small before that was, like, so bleeding edge in terms of being able to play the new stuff. But yeah. I've, had, I've had a couple of things, I've had a couple of uh, mind-blowing realizations, I guess. Um, first of all, like, uh, it, they, you know, when you log in, they're like, oh, you can get Game Pass Ultimate for $1 for a month. I'm like, oh, that, that sounds interesting. But then when I come off it, they're going to charge me like $33 because it's Xbox Game Pass for PC and the Xbox and Xbox Live Gold. And I'm like, that's, that's so much a month. I'm not going to do it. Anyway, I was very promptly yeah. uh, educated by Ollie and Jeremy that it's like 16 bucks a month for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. It's only $5 more okay. a month than the PC Game Pass standalone is. Which blows my mind, Dude, especially because I, I was like selling Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... Um, I, I just, so I'm assuming you have agreed to that then? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. So I, I got it for the $1. Yeah. And, like, and it's the kind of one where it's like, it's a bit more. So I'll be a bit more careful about like, if I haven't used it for a month, I'll go and cancel it. Um. Yeah. But it's it's so easy to it's so easy and and you know I'm not new to Game Pass because I've had it on PC, but having it on the console here, knowing I can install something on it, take it to the projector and play something there as well, which is great. And half the games have crossplay, play anywhere uh, capabilities where I can load the .exe on my computer and I'll have my save and my progression and my keybinds and my preferences. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, like, it's not something I was expecting to appreciate as much as I have. Um, mm. but yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, I could play this, I could play that. And, you know, I've kind of dabbled with playing Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy Thirteen on my computer on Game Pass the last few months. But it's like, oh, I don't want to sit here at my computer and play those. I want to play those on the telly. And now I've just got them on the Xbox. I can go and do that. It's like, it's finally, finally worth, I can, I can see why you would want one of these now that I've got one. I couldn't kind of prior, but I yep. had to. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, um, do you think that, um, do you think that, what am I trying to say? Uh, paying less for this, for the S was still worth it, even though you haven't got the X. Yes like, I mean, no. you still get all the Game Pass stuff. I feel like. That would be the only reason that I would buy an Xbox anyways for Game Pass. So Yeah. I yeah, for sure. And they wanna they wanna hook you into that ecosystem, obviously. Um mm. if you don't have a 4K monitor, 
or TV. And um, if you're not worried about having to juggle the, the hard drive space, then I think it's really a really enticing console, honestly. Um, those are the biggest limitations. The my problem is because like I had to I'm getting this for work, so so you know if if an Xbox code comes through, I'm available for it. But um, ideally, I'd also be able to capture 4K, which this just can't do. Um, so it's the mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's like I'm glad I've got it, but for my purposes, I actually kind of would benefit from having the X because that would mean I would be more yeah. useful to more people in more situations in terms of my capture work. Um, yeah. But I mm. kind of love this little thing. <laughs> and I just didn't <laughs> expect to. It, I don't know. So something that I've also been um, toying around with is like, this is my first Xbox. This is my first Xbox controller that I've got as well. And it's not the first time I've used it, but it's the first time I can like study it. And it's the first time I can really think about it and like put it here. So I, I had a moment. I don't have it right now. Um, but when I was getting this loaded up on Friday, uh, we were playing Halo and Forza throughout the evening, um, with Jeremy and Ollie, and I was trying every controller that I could. So I had my Switch Pro controller. I didn't tie that to the PC, but I was picking it up and I was comparing it. So I had that one and I picked that up and I'm like, oh, the buttons are bigger there. It feels nicer. Obviously it doesn't have triggers. It's not as good. Oh, the shape of this one, it makes my hands do this. And then I put this one down and then I'd get out my DualShock 4 and I'm like, Oh, this one feels comfortable. I'm not quite sure what it is. And then I get up the dual sense of like, oh, this one's heavier. And I'm I'm analyzing it in a way that I didn't realize I cared so much about. Um, yeah, I got I, I like I like nerded myself out more than I thought I could. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's what are your what are your thoughts on the Xbox controller in general? Like, do you have much of a thought on it? I think it's okay. I. I I only uh I only use one for PC. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not really used to it, so it probably wouldn't be my first preference. But also, I don't mind it. It's more hard to get used to, so it's okay. I don't know what the the um the S one is like though, because I've got a 360 controller, I think, for PC. So oh yeah, fair enough. I don't know how different they are. Yeah, but like they are. And stuff. They're but. a bit more modernized. the The series ones, I would say, are much better than the Xbox One controllers because they've got a similar thing to the PS Five controller, where the the back of the controller is is like covered in tiny tiny bumps, um, so it's quite grippy. Yeah, and uh, those same bumps are on the triggers as well, um, and that's honestly like I don't think it's particularly helpful in terms of like staying in my hands. It's not like a bar of soap, but just it just feels nice it's just nice to hold (laughs) um that said i don't um are you gonna become an xbox person now i don't think so i don't know it's (laughs) weird right because you see halo infinite and forza come out in the one week last week Uh, halo infinite's multiplayer at least Mm. um and it's like, oh my god, Xbox have first party games and they're they're fantastic and everyone's playing them. And it's like, oh, this is this is what it's been like to be a PlayStation fan, but on a different console. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be like an Xbox person, but I think like the utility of this of this little system is really hard to overstate, I think. I think it's a really compelling buy. Especially 
for the price compared to the X or the PS5. Um, it's availability. You know, it's the most available next-gen console by far. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's really, it's strangely compelling. <laughs> I find myself strangely compelled by it. Um, your um your past self would probably be proud of you for I don't know owning two consoles. Yeah, or I guess like both of them. You know, like. When I was young, I probably wouldn't have ever thought that I would have enough money to be able to yeah. have both of them or multiple. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, no, it's an it's an it's definitely novel. Um, it's not something that's that I've mm. been able to do. And you know, it made me think like, oh, is this what Jeremy's been thinking all year? Because he got the X and the PS Five at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, and it's funny. I haven't gotten to experience all of the, <laughs> all of the like, oh, the quick resume's amazing and the. And you can unplug it and plug it back in and it starts up so quickly, like all that stuff that Jeremy raves about. But one of the things I was so happy about, because, you know, I've been mm. playing through all the Halos this year, but it's like, ah, Halo 5's not on PC. And then I'm scrolling through Game Pass and I'm like, Halo 5, I can play this game that nobody likes and make my own opinion of it. I'm so excited to play this game. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think um, once once it gets to the point where I put that in the projector, I'm going to be playing it a lot more, I think. Um yeah, but it's mm. such a such a neat little box. It's so nice and small and neat. It's very it's very I'm happy for you. Marge Simpson holding it up. <laughs> uh, all of the visual references today, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um I don't think we've got too much going on past this. So June, what do you reckon? Should we power through the rest of this? in like one section get it in under an hour or do you want to have a break now um let's do it let's just power through yeah what do you think? soldier you on i can do that that's yeah. fine by me let um, me um i might just get up and turn my lights on though if that's okay okay no worries we're gonna have like a like a break it's not even a break it's gonna be like and we're already back it's amazing through the through the power of magic definitely not editing we're back already. Um, I was I was listening to a video. I was also watching the video as well uh, from GameSpot <laughs> uh, today, and it was about someone who last year, when the new consoles came out, they got the two digital consoles. They got the one, the Series S and the PS5 digital, and they were talking about how they didn't use their PS5 for very much because things were so expensive in comparison to Game Pass. And they just suddenly became an Xbox person. They turned it on every day because it was so easy to jump into stuff. And it was just easy. It was yeah. easy, easy, easy. And, mm-hmm. I, and, you know, I really see the appeal of that with this. Um, but it's been interesting this week because I've kind of only exclusively played, outside of the three and a half hours I've played of Pokemon, I've only really played Halo Infinite and Forza. Which, one game I was definitely going to play. But Forza, I only installed on my computer... Because because uh, Ollie kindly asked if I would play so that he could have my name turn up in the game as like uh, AI cars with my name on them for him to drive against. <laughs> that's really nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's that's an easy thing for me to do. I'll do that. That's that's no worries, Ollie. Um, and he, he asked so nicely, and it was such a nice idea. But of course, I've ended up playing like six hours this week, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, not really by myself. 
but it's been it's it racing games aren't my thing right like i liked burnout 3 or burnout revenge on ps2 like who didn't um but you know i don't really gravitate towards them i'm not very good at them but it's been really fun playing this game i think because this this car driving game has got this you know that the car driving mechanics in there are really decent like you're driving real cars and there's relatively realistic physics but also it's not super hard which is good mm. you know like playing gran turismo but <laughs> it's also got this really shiny polish of this game where you get points for doing literally anything so you're constantly level up leveling up every time you level up you get like a spin of the lottery wheel and you'll get currency or clothes for your character or a new car or a or a horn that's it's like a Windows notification sound or something like, <laughs> and then every time like we got one that's just like um, it's just like a dee dee, and so when I got that horn, I started pressing the horn every time we went over a jump, and every time we did that, Ollie would laugh, and he got the Doom soundtrack music, and so every time he gets close, I'm listening to Doom, and then it's just the two of us playing one night. And Ollie was obsessed with chasing Jeremy's scores because every time you you catch like an XP bonus board or a, you like discover a new road, it's like, oh, you've discovered 87 roads. The next closest friend on your list has discovered 107. And for Ollie, that was Jeremy, but like much higher. It's like, oh, how does he how does he have them so high? Um, and so he spent like all night chasing and he didn't he got closer, but he didn't get there. And then like a night or two later, the three of us were playing and um, Ollie was uh saying to jeremy is like oh i'm catching up to you and jeremy's like what are you talking about and ollie's like oh you've you've got like 89 bonus boards or something and jeremy's like oh so my housemate's been sick from work all week and she's been playing forza on the telly i i haven't been playing that Not much really. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh okay it's like oh, i was still chasing that number that's someone's number but i thought it was you <laughs> um i feel but- like um i feel like uh- I guess being into racing games and stuff, I think it obviously definitely helps if you've got other people to play with specifically. So yeah, I think it's good for that reason. Also, Forza is just addictive in that way, I feel. I don't like racing games either, but I think I played a little bit of my housemates. I think it was Horizon, and it was so good. It was so fun, mm. which is weird, weird to say, I think, about a racing game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um yeah, it's interesting. Like, Forza is the... Because, you know, they've got Forza Motorsport and then they've got Horizon, which is their, like... Mm. Oh, it's the it's the free festival. We're just going to drive around this area and we love this place. And and uh, it's so weird. So this one's set in Mexico. And the, the intro to this game is really good. It's like there's a cargo plane flying over the, the festival and they're dropping out really expensive cars one at a time. And you drive each one through this like bespoke landscape and the music that's paired with each of these settings and cars that are driving in is fantastic. Like it's a phenomenal opening uh, moment, but then like they they kind of sprinkle those out throughout the game as well, where it's like, Oh, we're going to go explore this part of the world. And there's like a, like a sort of an Aztec style. I'm not, I'm not aware, aware if that was the right culture, um, but sort of an ancient pyramid kind of setting. And it's like, oh, find one of the statues that's there or um, set up a survey beacon near the top of the something, something. And then once you get there, there's some exciting thing afterwards. Um, but 
There are also times where it's like, hey, let's go drive up to the volcano, which turns out it's active. And so you're driving up the path and like the whole thing is this like it's this televised festival and there's this helicopter that's filming you on TV and they're filming like so low to the ground and you're driving up and then the ground starts to shake and there's someone in your ear is like, oh, did you feel that? I think this thing's going to blow, guys. And it's like, oh, that's awful. Should we leave? And they're like, oh, I love this. This is what Horizon is all about. Anyway, I'm gonna, just going to fly this biplane like right over your heads about 10 meters off the ground. <laughs> this is sick, bro. And I'm standing there I'm like, what otherworldly dimension is this? <laughs> I was going to say, this is like surely like not our universe. Well, basically, Jeremy's brought up a few times. He saw someone mention on Twitter that it's like everyone who's involved in the Horizon Festival, they're like immortal gods, immortal like party <laughs> beings that don't know like when to quit, but also aren't afraid of anything. And so you get up to the top of the volcano and you're like driving around this crater where there's active lava. And it's like, oh, set up a little laptop with can take photos and oh, knock over these steam vents. And it's like, all right, guys, let's get out of here. And you start going downhill. And they're like, whoa, this thing's exploding. That's nuts. And you're like, ah! <laughs> it's a really weird vibe and it is fun. But I'm also finding it's a lot of fun to poke fun at while yeah. it's happening. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's just absolutely silly. I don't know if I'd play it much on my own. Like, That's the thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's like too silly to play by yourself, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Like there, I've, I've heard some people who are just like, it's just kind of the shut your brain off and it's just like low stakes, yeah. nice, I get rewarded for stuff and it's fun. Like the numbers go up, but also it's engaging stuff. I don't know. But like we had, yeah, exactly. But like we had mm -hmm. fun like looking up custom designs to put on like our fancy cars that we got, and then <laughs> um, or like not so fancy designs. Like Ollie found this really tiny buggy car, and it's got like it's one of those cars where it's got like normal width wheels at the front, but then the two wheels at the back are like right beside each other, <laughs> and it's really dinky. And people have made so many like joke skins for it like there was this sonic mm. face one that ollie got so it made the front look like uh, like sonic's eyes but it was like off center and like wrinkly it was really weird <laughs> <laughs> um and then jeremy tricked out this like this like speedster car that went like 400 kilometers an hour and we kept punching into each other i don't know it was just yeah really silly fun and i wouldn't have played it without game pass you know i wouldn't i wouldn't have paid 100 bucks for it no. um yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, I, I've also been playing a bit more Halo Infinite. We did talk about that last week. Um, have you had any interest in the multiplayer at all, June? No. Yeah, I I didn't sorry. think so. No, no, that's okay. I was just checking. Um, have you seen the Battle Pass uh, furor? No. So in terms like... Should I Google it? I, I'll give you a brief rundown, but basically, like, the progression system is locked behind the battle pass, right? And the mm -hmm. battle passes, they don't expire. So if you buy one, it's not like it's over in three months. Um, you've, you can always work towards unlocking stuff in that battle pass. But it's chronically slow. Because you, until they added a patch, like, halfway through last week, pardon me, they, you, you didn't earn XP every match. You, you can only earn XP through challenges. So it's like, oh, capture an enemy flag or destroy a banshee in PvP or um, 
get 10 kills, you know, like a simple one. There's only like three or four slots though. And also the way the matchmaking works is you go into a really large pool of modes and you can't refine it at all. So there are lots of mode specific things, like I said, like capture the flag, but you might not see capture the flag for six rounds. And then mm. you know how capture the flag goes. Like it's not that easy to do. So you're not going to be doing it every time you, you get there. So progression is really slow. So now they've added it so that you earn one twentieth of a level every, it's 50 XP every time you play a match, which helps because you're always getting a little bit. There's no like time played, uh, amount of kills, amount of assists, yeah. reward. It's just what challenges did you do? So that's been the biggest like downside for the game. I feel like they've got, they've had, there's so many games with battle passes and stuff now. Uh -huh. I don't know why they haven't, I don't know, taken some of that on board. Maybe yeah. they're I don't know, trying to do something different. Maybe. But... Well, they've been kind of testing out battle passes in Master Chief Collection because that's have act that's had active seasons for the last yeah. two years now, I think. Mm. Um and so they they it was a conscious decision for them to make. Yeah. It's very baffling. <laughs> And so it has not been received well online, but the um, the overall gameplay has. Um, but yeah, no, there's a there's an interesting quirk with it where I'm finding that it's like really easy to get sucked in, but as soon as I start trying to like look around for more things to do or more or like if I lose a bunch of games, it's like oh, I want to focus on an objective. I don't have that many to do, and I can't always do the ones that I want to, and or they're really hard or they're really specific. So I kind of feel like Halo is kind of losing its staying power a bit, which I'm a bit surprised yeah. by and annoyed by. <laughs> um, um, it kind of sucks because I don't. I feel like Halo has always been good multiplayer game, right? I've never played it, but yes, no, but it, that is that is its foundation. I would say, yeah. Um, um, it and don't get me wrong, the gameplay is there. It's tight. It's good. It mm. feels really good. Um, it feels it's it's a good step in the right direction for the game, but mm. it's um, yeah, it's different in a lot of ways too. I I I hope it's got legs. I hope it yeah sticks around because I think yeah. there's a there's a there's enough friction in there. You know, we're talking about Pokemon, how frictionless it is. I think here that there's enough friction where it's like, I don't know if you guys are gonna last, or maybe it'll kind of be like. Apex's first year, you know, where it was like a really strong launch, disappointing battle pass, people fell off for a few seasons, and then by the time we got to like seasons yeah. three and four, they 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 brought it back, and then it was it's been on an upward trajectory mostly ever since. Mm, um, true, you know, and because it's free to play, it might just be like that. But yeah, yeah, for the time being, I'm like this this might peter out a bit faster than I than I'd hoped. Mm. Um, but I get we'll, we'll see. Thing? Yeah. Keep me uh, updated. Yes, no, of course. Every <laughs> week on the minimap cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now this other one, we were going to do the uh, the Avengers footage. We were going to yeah. do that in the break. Why don't I pull that up and we can like watch yeah. that while we talk about it? But basically, the so Marvel's Avengers came out last year. Square Enix Marvel's Avengers. Everybody loved it. Everyone, especially Jeremy. <laughs> Um, 
no, not everyone loved it. It was it was not very well received all the time. It was uh, it was surprising in many ways in terms of how its sort of service model uh, kind of got in the way of some things mm. and meant that the campaign was a bit funky. So here, let me just share the screen so you can see it, June. Thank you. But yeah, this is IGN's preview coverage, and they've done a great yeah. job of the preview here. But uh, Spider-Man, which was announced when the game originally came out as being PlayStation exclusive, which, you know, makes sense. PlayStation, Sony owns the play, the Spider-Man IP, so I guess that makes sense mm. in some mm. ways. <laughs> um, uh, but it was announced that he's going to be exclusively in the Avengers game on PlayStation systems and not on any others. So he's finally yeah. arriving in December. Um, you know, it's not MCU Spider-Man. It's not insomniac spider-man um and at the end of the day he's still an marvel's avengers character so you're still fighting aim robots you're still in those same locations a lot of people have been disappointed because um there's actually no story missions you kind of only told like a brief sort of like comic book introduction and then the rest of any story related to his character is told in audio logs and and text dump like extra world mm -hmm. stuff. There's no other missions or bespoke content in that regard, gameplay content for him. He's kind of just another character in the roster. Um, but, you know, again, not the worst. It's a bit disappointing though. Um, but I think the trick of it is that he's not Insomniac's Spider Man. You know, we've seen yeah. Spider-Man done so right twice in the last three years with Miles Morales and the original Spider-Man um, on PS4. And now we have this version. It can't, it just, it just looks and feels a bit budgety. I don't know. What are your impressions looking at it, June? Looking at this gameplay, like, I think um, it obviously doesn't look as smooth and fun to play as the other ones i feel hmm. i mean i don't know I, it looks very similar in terms of like moveset and stuff but i guess it's spider-man yeah. so yeah for sure but um it doesn't look nice yeah yeah no well, it does Pam, let me let me think like even that swinging doesn't feel that's, good to me yeah that's the thing so and you know that's the problem with all of their characters in this game is they they all have to be similar in many ways like the, the the avengers are so different but they all have to have a similar maximum speed they all have to have a similar like they all have to be able to reach the different platforms and stuff like that so um spider-man's movement seems relatively restricted because he's working within yeah. the, the avengers like move set okay that makes sense um, um and the other thing hmm. is it's it's not like insomniac's swinging um, where it will mm. it will always find something to attach to. Like Spider-Man in this one yeah. will just swing off of nothing um, <laughs> because they just have to make it work, I guess. I also feel like there's no there's no camera work really in, like, you know, when you swing and you get high velocity and it sort of tightens in and it feels mm. really nice. I feel like there's not really much of that. I mean, a little bit, but, like, not really. I think that's a, I think um, that's a fair call. But... I think if if they had to if they had constraints on making it like the others, I think maybe they did a good job with that. Then I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I've I've so I I was looking at this and I'm like, they always knew it was going to be something like this. When Sony yeah. said, "Hey, you can have Spider Man, but 
only in your game and only for these systems um, and not for the others, they must have known that it would be working within their Avengers framework, right? Yeah. And so my thought immediately becomes, did they only say yes to this because they knew they had the superior product and mm-hmm. that it would make this one look bad? Like, that's kind Maybe. of my, that's kind of my thought. <laughs> Which is, like, terrible if that's the case. But... I mean, business. Yeah, no, for sure. I just I just can't see why anyone would have agreed to to this. Like... Yeah. Like, maybe it was a demand from Sony. Like, oh, you can only put it on here if you put Spider-Man in it. Or I, I don't I don't know mm. what the possible um, thing is. So here are... There are some skins that are coming with it. Um, but a lot of them are, you know, you have to spend money on. They're in-game currency as well, but it seems like this is where the most of the Spider-Man love is going to be able to go. There's like 40 skins or something. What? Um, and they look great, but you have to play them in this. <laughs> yeah. And, like, in terms of the three of us in on, like, at Minimap, like, I'm the, the Avengers game's biggest fan out of all of us. Um... And I think this looks fine. I think this... It looks like more Avengers. <laughs> fine is really the... I feel like the operative word there for like this entire game. But also what I just saw, I think fine really just summed, summed it up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not... It doesn't look bad. It just doesn't mm. look great. Mm. So yeah. Yes. I, it's Which is a great shame, honestly. Um, for, you know, Spider-Man fans and Avengers fans... Uh, there's this, there's this funny tweet that I did see yesterday that I did want to bring up though. This is from, uh, Ethan Gatch, uh, uh, who's senior reporter at Kotaku, um, who posted some screenshots of some of their articles that they wrote at Kotaku over, about this the last couple of days. I'm just going to read, um, so this is from the, the article, uh, written by Ethan Gatch titled, Enjoy This Word Salad About Why Marvel's Avengers Spider-Man is a PlayStation Exclusive. Uh, Let me see. I'll pull up the article. Ah. Word salad. I'm not sure. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) It's it's so funny. It's such a good way to to say it. It's so evocative. Um, I'm I'm not sure which representative said this particular word salad. I'm sorry. Uh, but this was on the official record for Kotaku about the game's exclusive, about Spider-Man's exclusivity. So here we go. Here's the quote. So the beauty of Spider-Man and what Spider-Man represents as a character and as a world is, again, it comes back to the relationship with PlayStation and Marvel. We happen to be, once you can execute and deliver, when it comes down to choices of where and what Spider-Man can be, that's a relationship question that PlayStation absolutely has the rights to, that, as you guys know, with Sony's ownership there, and Marvel with Sony saying, hey, this is something we can do. This is something we can do on this platform. End quote. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know how to interpret that. Neither do I, really. I, I Like, it goes beyond, like... Oh, that's an awkward way to say that. And, yeah. and it just goes beyond, like, you didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Word salad. And those pauses I've got where I, where, where I, where I had pauses there, those are ellipses. Where, th- where he, their sentence ends and then they just start a different one. <laughs> okay. Um, 
is is it's not great. No. I uh and so what I've heard people say is this was the thing that if anything was gonna get them into the game. If Hawkeye Hawkeye's content, Kate Bishop's content, the Wakanda expansion, if any of it was gonna get them into the game, aside from those things, it would have been Spider-Man. But yeah. because it looks like this, a lot of people are just like, I think this is I think this is it. This might this might be it for Avengers. Maybe they've yeah. got a, a bit more content in the pipe that they have to finish, but I I I don't think it's gonna go much further than this. Mm-mm. Yeah. They've used up all their characters now. Basically, I mean Yeah, I mean there was a list of, a, a leaked list of enemies like uh not enemies, uh heroes, the opposite. Um like She-Hulk is supposed to be in there and Captain Marvel and I think they someone said Doctor Strange at some point. I might be wrong, but there was a leaked list of more characters supposed to be coming or that they've worked out a little bit of, but I feel like none of those have the draw factor that Spider-Man does, especially not after I don't know, the last couple of years Spider-Man's been so popular. Well, yeah, exactly. So, Spider-Man just is like Yeah. And you're right. Like if if it's not going to be Spider-Man, then who's it going to be? Like <laughs> I, is <laughs> it's, is it going to be Iron Man? Oh, it turns out Nolan North's already doing Iron Man in there and not many people liked that. Like yeah. They're and at the end of the day, they're all going to feel really similar to this. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a real shame. I feel for the devs at Crystal because um, I know they worked hard on this. I th- I think they did an okay job, but mm. okay is not enough. Turns out, turns out, <laughs> does make me want to go back and play uh, Insomniac Spider Man though. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was gonna say. <laughs> so I guess Sony's mar- I guess it's just Sony's uh, marketing ploy because I I feel like oh maybe I'll buy Spider Man Remastered and play it on PS Five. <laughs> Uh, but yeah what a mess uh that's about it we did discuss whether we'd briefly talk about uh some further developments in the activision blizzard uh sort of harassment lawsuit fallout um bobby kodak has been named as a as a knowing contributor to the dynamic at the at the workplace who's the ceo and there's been many calls for him to step down and Pressure is being placed on him by Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft, um, which is great, but uh, it's all a bit depressing and it's all a bit up in the air. So just kind of, you know, the details kind of just set them there for you. I recommend if you are interested, you uh, you have find an article or two um, and see what the breakdown is on those. But yeah, uh, you know, as always is the stance from Minimap, you know, don't be a douchebag. And if you are and you're in a position of power and you've been enabling douchebags for years, we don't want to see you anymore. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's about it. <laughs> um, maybe there'll be um, there'll be more development next week. Maybe I hope so. <laughs> people thought people thought Kotick would be gone by now after what came out, and he isn't yet. Yeah. So, so people are just kind of like, ah, oh, this sucks, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Um. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um. Yeah, it's so funny. I feel like. Before we started doing a podcast talking about the news every now and then, there were less stories about this stuff. <laughs> but it's like we started doing this in 2018, which was like when like part of the games Me Too movement started happening. Oh, it's when the crunch yeah. movement started happening at like Rockstar before Red Dead came yeah. out. 
then the next year was the Me Too movement in games specifically and in the indie studios and, and bigger studios. And then it's been, I feel like, just constant since then, which is good. Like, a reckoning needs to happen. But, God, oh, it's exhausting. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if maybe there's always stuff we just weren't aware of it before we started looking for it. Maybe, or... right? Maybe. Maybe we were just naive little, little bugs. But, I don't know. Maybe not, because... You're right. I feel like games has been in the news more recently hmm. in the last couple of years. So hmm. who maybe, knows? Maybe it's because of us and our positive influence. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Must laughing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's about it, everyone. It's a short and sweet one. Uh, this was fun, June. Yeah, thank you. If that, uh, like- if, if that layabout gets sick again, we should just do this again sometime. Yeah, it's nice to have a chat. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like I maybe don't talk as much as I should, so it was nice to be able to. Good, good. Mm. Remember that. Maybe maybe one of us could just bow out if it, if it's uh, if it's a time where we want to hear more from June. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you all so much for listening, if you got to this point in the podcast. Um, yes, I, I was going to say thank you again, but I just said thank you. If you want to uh, listen to more episodes of this podcast, like I said before, you can find them all on minimap.com.au or on your podcast service of choice. Uh, if you feel like supporting us, please give the show a positive rating on whatever podcast service you use. Uh, you know, a thumb up or a tick or a plus or a heart or a five stars. Uh, if you want to support us monetarily, you can do that on patreon.com slash minimapau as well. That option is there for you. Uh, and... If you want to know when every episode comes out, uh, they've been coming out sort of more on the side of the mid-weekend side at the moment, uh, just because uh, we're all juggling a number of things. Uh, but they are still coming out weekly. Um, if you want to know when the the instant they've come out, you want to get a notification, you can follow the uh, Minimap account on Twitter. That's at MinimapAU. It always comes out with a little 30 to 90 second clip out as well of a funny moment that we had in the in the show. Uh, we're also there individually. Uh, Jeremy's there at Obi Wan Jez. I think he's the most active of the three of us. Um, June, what's your Twitter? Jinez J U N underscore E double S. And I'm there as well at KJ Palmer underscore twenty four. Um, didn't forget the underscore this time, which I've done in the past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that's about it. So until next week, when we will be. Oh my god! I just need to double check this. Yep, next week it'll either be the 30th of November or the 1st of December when we're recording. The 1st of December. <laughs> God. Uh, which is terrifying. Uh, I hope everyone's got their Christmas lists ready. And uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.